0: and be changed from glory to glory to glory in the very image of our Almighty God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God, praise God. I want to talk to you this morning about the anointing of Almighty God. Now, in the Old Testament, in Isaiah 10, 27, he said the anointing of God will lift the burden and destroy the yoke. Well, that's good. Now, we go through the Bible and we see men like Moses that he'd take and stretch forth his rod and the Red Sea would open. We'd see men like Elijah pray over a little widow woman's food and it'd last for a year. We'd see Elisha in his anointing, bless God, he done twice the miracles that Elijah Elijah done because of the hand of the Lord, because of the anointing. Amen. Amen. Now, when the anointing would come upon people, it came on them in the Old Testament, like the priest, Exodus the 28th chapter, it said he anointed uh, Aaron and his son to be priest. Then in the 16th chapter of First uh, uh, Samuel, it talks about when Samuel the prophet came and anointed little David, a teenage kid, to be king over Israel. And something came on him. And this guy had authority. man, He got to gathering up people one time and I'm telling you, I got a sermon called uh, uh, the over the hill gang. He got a bunch of folks that were misfits and disgruntled and grouches. I mean, that had done lost everything, had nothing. And he took that bunch of junk because of the anointing of Almighty God. I'm telling you right now, they was prisoners. They was everything. They got, And he made the greatest army the world's ever seen. The anointing came on him bless God and he walked down off a hill down in the valley where the giants were his brothers the king and all of them were on the hill watching Saul the king wanted to put his armor on he said I don't need no armor I can't wear your armor bless God you don't have to have anybody else's anointing you got the anointing of almighty God hallelujah hallelujah Well, I wished I had it like my preacher. Or I wished I had something like uh, uh, that guy on TV. Well, bless God, I don't. I got the anointed, resurrected, glorified Christ in me. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. So they anointed the king. They anointed the priest. But it couldn't stay on them. It'd come on them and leave. In Revelations, the first chapter, sixth verse, said he has made us kings and priests. The king's anointing is the authority. We've had a lot of teaching on the authority of the believer and the priest, that's the holy. Do you know you're holy? Well, Brother Sullenly, you know I'll tell you what, I try to be holy. I try to live there. Well, you ought to. But that ain't got anything. You can try all you want to and it won't amount to 15 cents with God. God has made you holy. And ain't nothing you can do about it, you're holy. Ain't nothing you can do about it, God just sees you perfect. (laughs) Ain't nothing you can do about it, I'm sorry, well i failed, I've done this, I'm mad you have, and I'm mad you're gonna do it again too. And I'm mad and God knows that too. But God sees you perfect. How come? Because he sees you through the blood? No. He, the blood was old covenant. He'd see them through that blood and their sins be forgiven. But the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ annihilated your sin. They're totally wiped out, bless God. And he sees you now in Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians one thirty. But of him... Are ye in Christ? Christ means the anointed. Christ means the anointed one. What is the anointing? It lifts the burden and destroys the yoke, but the anointing is God's ability, God's own ability on a human being. God's ability. Paul writes things like Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ. Through what? The anointing that dwells in me. Do you know this day ye are Christ? No, you're not the Christ, but ye are Christ. God has poured you into the very mold, into the pattern of God. Hallelujah. You are predestined to be conformed to the exact image of the Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Praise God, praise God, praise God. So he said, but, 30th verse, but of him are ye in Christ, in the anointing, in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. What's he made unto us? What? Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. I mean, what else do you want? I mean, you you are the anointed in the earth. You are now the body of Christ. You are now the embodiment of the ability of Almighty God. See, unless you get a hold of it and get to thinking like Jesus did, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He didn't say equal to, he said equal with. How come? Because Jesus has raised us up to sit together in heavenly places. God has called you to be a family. He wants a whole nation of God men. He don't want a bunch of uh, a nation of of, of forgiven sinners. Well, what are you? Well, I'm just an old forgiven sinner, saved by grace. That fella that 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 first got that, he had to get it out of hell. It sure didn't come out of heaven. You ain't a sinner. Blessed be God, you're a saint of Almighty God, a son of Almighty God. He's made, Jesus made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. You so sanctified a holy God and live in you. You're now the temple of Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. The anointing of God is the ability of God. It's the authority of God to carry out whatever God's call. Do you know what the anointing's for? The anointing is for you to live in victory every day of your life on every one of your tomorrows. All your tomorrows has got an anointing on it. See, if you understand this, you can walk in victory every day. You can walk in health every day. You can walk in prosperity. Hallelujah. You know what the kingdom of God is? It's not meat and drink but it's righteousness, peace, and joy. Praise God. If you lose your peace, you ain't walking in the kingdom. You get all frustrated about something, something's wrong. Amen? You're not understanding the anointing. You're not understanding what God's made you. What has He made you? He has made you Christ, made you anointed ones. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philippians 4.13 said Christ, the anointing. Through this anointing, Christ has enabled you to do all things through that anointing. Hallelujah. The ability on born-again man. Now let me tell you something. There's a little dried-up fellow one time in the Old Testament. They called him Samson. See, no, he didn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was a little dried up fellow, about like Don Knotts or Wally Cox. But when the anointing of God came on this guy, now listen to me. When the anointing of God come on him, bless God, he grabbed a jawbone of a mule and whoop a thousand. He annihilated a thousand Philistines with a jawbone of a mule. Well, if you'd have said he whooped 10, you'd have said, well, my God, he's tough. You'd have said, well, bless God, he got 50 at one time by himself. I don't know about that. He said, well, I'll tell you what, he got 200 by himself. So, oh, man, God couldn't have done that. Oh, that ain't no, but he got a 1,000, how come? Now, let me tell you something. Samson is not in your class. You know that, that this, this guy, Samson, When they shone his head, he didn't have enough power. Why, he put all his power in a gnat, wouldn't blow the gnat's nose. Amen? How come? Because the anointing came and went on them, Old Testament people. Do you understand that? It did not stay up on them. It couldn't rest on them. Why? They were spiritually dead or they were not born again. Now, Jesus said it like this in uh, Luke seven twenty-eight. He said, there has not been a greater prophet born of a woman than John the Baptist. But he said, let me tell you something. The least one of you in the kingdom of God is greater than him. How come you greater than John the Baptist? How come you greater than Moses? How come, well, what do you think you are? How come you greater than Daniel? How come you think you... Greater than Eli, Elijah, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Name them all. Isaiah. How come you greater? Because you're born again and you can receive the anointing to come on you and abide. It don't never leave you. Never, never. Praise God. You're a, you are you are anointed, and the ability of Almighty God's upon you to do what everything God said you can do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when it came on Samson, it said over in Judges, the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. He turned him into a new man. I mean, he ain't done knots no more. Huh? He ain't running around with his collar turned around backwards looking like Wally Cox. I mean, this guy is something. What is he? Bless God. I mean, they're as afraid of them forever. Amen. Knowing God, come on, he'd run the foxes down. I mean, this anointing See, we've never experienced living out of the anointing as we should. Why? Because your mind has got to think. You ain't going no further than you think. If you think you're some old sinner saved by grace, that's where right where you're at. If you think, well... I'm not a not Christian. I ought to be. Well, that's right where you're going to live. See, if you understand, bless God, God's the one created you. Ephesians 2:10 said, "You were created in Christ Jesus. You as anointed, created out of the anointing, out of the ability of Almighty God. Praise God, if any man be in Christ, he's a new species of human being. He ain't like other, he ain't some old sinner. He ain't some old sinner saved by grace. He was an old sinner. He was saved by grace, but now he's a son of almighty God, the hand of the Lord, the anointing of almighty God's on him. Bless God, a greater than a John the Baptist is here now. Well, what'd you do to get that? Nothing. All I did was receive Jesus Christ. That's called the grace of God. God saw the need of man and he paid the price for man's failure. He accepted the responsibility. Said, I'm the one responsible. He wasn't, but he accepted it and then sent his only begotten son. Amen. What did he do? he set me free. To as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of Almighty God. Jesus told his disciples, go wait in Jerusalem till you're endued with dynamite. Go get you some dynamite. Where are you gonna get it? The spirit of God's gonna come down on you. Amen. The anointing of God's gonna come down on you. What are you gonna be? You shall receive power and you're gonna be a witness you know what a witness is? Someone that can produce some evidence. That's right. That's right. You know, most Christians, if you arrest them about being, being a Christian, there wouldn't be enough evidence to convict them. Do you know that? Wouldn't be enough. Well, what are you? I'm a Christian. Well, what have you done? Well, now, it's just too precious for me to talk about. Well, I figured it was. Amen. Hallelujah. Take it personal. What have I done with the anointing of Almighty God? I'm anointed by God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Samson, it turned him into another man. Everybody, bless God. I'm telling you right now, Moses, Moses couldn't even talk good. But bless God, when the anointing of God come on him, he'd take a stick and open the Red Sea. Now that's what's in you. Only thing different, it'd come on him and leave. But bless God, it'd come on you to abide forever. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Praise God. Hallelujah. In John, first chapter of John, 32nd verse, it said, John the Baptist said, I saw the Spirit of God come on Jesus Christ. Said, I saw the Spirit of God, the anointing, descend from heaven like a dove, and it abode. In other words, it took up residence. It wasn't like in the Old Testament where they were not born again people. It'd come on them, but it'd lift. Come on them, lift. Come on them, lift. Sometimes it'd come on, they'd do miraculous things. Amen? Like Samson and the things he did. Man, it come on him at the end. I mean, he killed more of them in his death than he did in his life. Pulled it all down on them Philistines. Huh? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what's on you. But it's on you forever. Six months after you're in heaven, it won't be no different than it is right now. You are in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is in you now. Praise God. He said, I saw it come on him and it lived on him. Galatians 2.20 says, no longer I, but it's the anointed. It's Christ. Christ just means the anointed. It means the anointed one and his anointing. Do you know Jesus Christ uh, had to be anointed? Someone said, well, he is God, yeah. But he laid all that aside, every bit of his supernatural power all of his thinking, everything, he laid it aside, born of a woman just like me and you. But he had his daddy's genes. That's what the new birth is. You getting your daddy's genes. You changing daddies. You being re-fathered from above. You and Jesus Christ were born right out of the womb of God. I say it like this. You and Jesus was womb mates. Amen. You've got to think like that. Let this mind be in you. Now, if you don't think like that, you're not going to act like it. One of your children gets sick and all you know is call me or somebody else. You think's holier than you. Amen? How many of you know you just as holy as Almighty God? You've got to think like this. See, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who thought it not robbery to be equal with God? Let this mind be. Think like this, Amen. That what the anointing that was on him that caused him to open the blind. Do you know Jesus never performed a miracle till the Spirit of God came down on him? Didn't ever do. The anointing came. What did he start preaching? Well, turn there to Luke, the fourth chapter. Luke, the fourth chapter. starting the 18th verse. We'll start in the 14th verse. 14th verse said, And Jesus returned the power of the Spirit. When did that happen? This was after he was baptized in the river Jordan. The Spirit of God came down on him. He said, the, he returned the power of the Spirit, 18th verse. He said, the Spirit of the Lord's on me for I've been anointed. I've been anointed. He saw the Spirit of God come down on him. He, John said, I saw it come on him to live. Abide, live. He said, if you abide in me and, and my words abide in you, ask anything you want to and it'll be done. Amen. Amen. Acts 10 38 said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Who do you anoint? Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Yeah. See, you gotta realize, you gotta get your thinking like this. Look, God's made me the best thing I can be. I couldn't be any better. It's impossible. Well, Brother Sullivan, I say, fa- Well, get that failure and sin mentality out of your thinking. You need to get that out of your thinking. See, every time someone does something wrong, failed or done something, bless God, your salvation, your anointing doesn't depend. Wouldn't it be something if you got a kid that done something wrong and every time done something wrong, you just run him off. Just run him on down the road. Just take a hot shot or something, just stick it to him. Now that's the way God's been portrayed well, that's the biggest lie that's ever been put on humanity. That's right. That's right. He said God was personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor. Do you know the whole world right now has legally been saved? Right. Legally, every man and woman and child has been saved. Right. But we've portrayed the gospel in such a way that we, we've told them, well, salvation means you can go to heaven when you die. Nothing here but in the sweet by and by. Nothing in the mean now, now. Sweet by and by. No, blessed be God, the kingdom of God, if you're not in it now, you need to wait and try to get in it later. See, unless you receive this legal work of Jesus Christ, it'll never be experienced. And after you receive Jesus, if you don't understand your rights, who has made you, you'll never live in the privileges of God you'll always have to call some other preacher. Do you praying for you? Call someone else. Oh, they know God. Oh, when I first got saved... He's always talking about some holy woman. Some holy woman. She had the goods. She had the goods. Or this fella, he had the goods. Bless God, anybody's born again. We all got the goods. What do you have? I have the resurrected, glorified Christ dwelling on the inside. No longer I, but the Christ. What are you? Ye are Christ. Ye are anointed ones. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.3 said you've died and your life is hid with Christ. Hid in the morning with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know over in Romans it said the whole world's waiting on a glimpse. Just a glimpse. I'd like to see one of them things. He's kind of like, like Bigfoot. You don't see many of them. You know, they got pictures of them, old Bigfoot and, uh, you know, the abominable snowman and all that. Hallelujah. I'd like to see one. I'd like to see one. The whole world's waiting on to see a Christian. Whole world's waiting on it. Amen? Instead of some religious dude. Some do-gooder. You know, all they'll do, fight someone that's had an abortion. Fight someone that's made a mistake. You hear me? I got a friend. She told me, said, bless God. said, I've had so many abortions. I don't know how many I've had. Now, that's a lot of them. She said, what, said I, I done prayed with her. She got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. But she called and said, every time I pray, it seemed like it comes up about these abortions and everything. I said, forget it. Don't worry about it. uh, The Lord will handle it. Don't worry about it. One day she woke up and went in the the restroom and an angel appeared to her. Said, God sent me from the throne of God and said, when you get to heaven, you're going to get to raise them little kids you had aborted. Now that's the blessing and love of God. Instead of someone putting some little something hanging by the, and hanging on crosses all over the, Wow, that's pitiful to portray Christians, I said, I'm ashamed of it. You know, when them Christians come out a few years ago and started blowing up abortion clinics and all that, I'm ashamed to be associated with that kind of people. That's I, They embarrassed. i tell you what I did. I put me a little yellow ribbon on, on, on my clothes and wore it for a long time. Folks say, well, what you wearing that little red ribbon? I said, I'm against them Christians that's blowing up them abortion clinics. I'm protesting it. Let me tell you something. God is love and I can't help it what you've done or where you've been. He's so much in love with you. He'll never turn you loose. He'll never do it. Never forsake you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. Anybody got to shout and close on? 2 Corinthians, 1st chapter, 21st verse. Hallelujah. Now let me tell you something, folks. This excites me because he called us jesus read letters he said now the works i do you're going to do also and these works i'm doing you're going to do greater than i done well let me tell you something you can't do greater than jesus done unless jesus the anointed one that lives in you has greater power now than he had then Do you know he's got all power now? When he come out of that grave, the first thing he said, all hail. Everybody bow your knee. Man, the king's here now. The king's here, praise God. He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now I'm giving it to you and go ye. I'll anoint you to do whatever I've done and greater than that. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God talking to a Baptist lady went to school with, husband, athletic director in another town. I send them tapes. I was talking to her Friday and she said, my God, I wish we could hear some of that. My God said, we the dead at our church. She said, I'm so excited right now, I don't know what to do. How come? Listen, if this don't excite you, ain't nothing that'll excite you. You need to take you a big dip of Levi Garrett or something. You need a dip of something. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. I mean, Second Corinthians one twenty-one. Hallelujah. Now he, Almighty God, now he who established us, established you with. Establish us with you in the anointed. In Christ has anointed us. Now he who established us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God. Amen. Who's anointed you? God. What is the anointing? The ability of Almighty God to do what? It's on your every tomorrow. In the morning, in noontime, at evening, bless God, he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you, bless God. You go, you go, lay hands on the sick. He didn't say pray for them. You go lay hands on them. He right. said, out of your belly will flow rivers of life giving water. Right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He that established you. Well, bless God. The word established means to confirm. He that confirmed you is Almighty God. What God say about you? You got the ability of God. That's what God thinks. See, this ain't gonna work for you unless you put it in practice. Amen? Amen. On my desk in there, there's a stack of healings that high. And uh, you know, we've seen 14 blind people heal. Now who you think you are, nothing. But man, when I got Jesus in me, I'm something. I'm what God made me. He said, how come that happened? Because I believe that. I believe that. I believe what God said. Amen. Praise God. Rex is with me. I believe we was in Cleveland, Ohio. Prayed for a little girl and her leg grew out five inches. How come that happened? Because Almighty God is in you. He that established you in Christ and has anointed you God. God. You think you can get any more anointing than God gave you? Do you think you need something else? See, Christians always praying for more power, more revival, more and more, more and more. Bless God and don't even know what they got. You can't get any more power than God's given you. He don't have any more available. It's not available. Where's he going to get it? Huh? Anointed straight out of heaven. Where's he going to get it? On the backside of one of them other planets? He don't have any more power than he's given you. You shall receive dunamis, dynamite power. After that, something comes on you. See, that's why the devil fights uh, uh, receiving the Holy Ghost and praying in tongues. That's why he fights that. Do you know that? You'll receive dunamis, dynamite. When? After the Holy Ghost comes on you and then on down the second... Chapter of Acts, that's Acts 1.8. Second chapter, 2.4. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues. Said they went everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming his word. They went everywhere. They went everywhere. Over at Antioch, them bunch of heathens. You know you, know you as named Christians after a bunch of heathens? Heathens named you that. Christians them heathens called them Christians first over at Antioch. Over in 1 Peter where he mentions Christians one time but it's italicized, they just added that. I don't care about nobody, uh, uh, no heathen naming who I am. Bless God, God said I was a believer. God said I've been anointed. He established me. He put me in the anointing and then put the anointed one in me. No longer I, but it's the Christ, the anointed, resurrected, glorified, the one that's raised to the highest seat in the universe. What did he do with you? Well, you just, you know, it's God and then Jesus and then down here the angel. You down there, no, he raised you up on an equal basis. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ in the anointed one who thought it not robbery. To be equal with God. I was thinking about this morning. I was sitting in my office praying. I was thinking about a woman they brought in Moulton, Alabama. Brought this woman, beautiful woman. About 45, something like that. Brought her down front. What's wrong with you? Said, well, they run over me with a truck. An 18-wheeler run over. What happened? It broke my back. I can't walk. Can't stand up. They was holding her. I said, Well, I'm going to lay hands on you and God's going to heal you. Well, now, who do you thank you? Are? I thank, bless God, we're the anointed. See, you've got to humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. It takes something humble to get out and say, Bless God, God anointed me. That takes guts to step out on what God said. Do you know that? Anybody can rock along and say, Well, don't look at me, go see my preacher. See, Peter and John walk up the gate called beautiful. You know what they said? Look on us. What you got, big boy? Such as I have, give I thee. Amen. I was thinking about that woman. And uh, I laid hands on her. I said, turn her loose. Hey, turned her loose and I laid hands on her. And she fell over the floor. Praise God. Lay there a while. She jumped up and started bending down, touching her toes, going all around, said, my God, and in a minute she took off around and around and around, around the church, how I come, I mean, I, I talked to her, she said, man, I, I, I was over a year ago, 18 months, and said, I ain't had no income, and I prayed with her about that, next night she come, you know what, she give me one of them Pentecostal handshakes, you know. When I first come around Pentecost, they'd always shake hands with you and have a 20 in there, slip you a little something. She shook hands with me and gave me a $100 bill. You took it? I didn't want to take it. My flesh didn't want to take it. But God says it's better to give than it is to receive. Now she understood that. Bless God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. I, I, I laid hands on on old man. His leg was was black both of them from knee down was black I laid hands on them and they started turning they got brown and they got, got to be pink I mean in no circulation in his leg praise God he's 80 something years old I went on to the back room they come back there and said come look come look the old man couldn't walk I went out there and he's running round and around and around 80 something he could he couldn't have run around and around and around if he hadn't have been sick are you listening to me Amen, amen, amen. What happened? That anointing, that anointing of Almighty God. He that established you in Christ and has anointed you is Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. You know, 1 Corinthians 12, 27 said, Now, you're the body of Christ, or you're the embodiment of the anointing. Every time you see Christ, See, most folks think Christ is Jesus' last name. His name ain't Christ. His name's Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Galatians two twenty said, "No longer I, but Christ that lives in me." Let me read you a translation or two. Author, that's way. He said, "It's Messiah whose life is in me. Who's in you, Messiah's life? I got God's DNA." I got something in me, the same thing that made God, God. Now it's made you a God man. That's who God made you. That's how God wants it. He's the one created you. Any man be in Christ, in the anointed, he's a new creation, a new species, a new kind of man. What kind of man is he? He's an anointed, holy ghost man, a man full of almighty God. Same kind of spirit, same spirit that Jesus had on him. Praise God. Knowledge said, it's not my old self, but Christ, the anointed one, himself lives in me. Not my old self. Well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. No, you ain't. You ain't a sinner. You are a saint. You're a son of the most high God created in Christ Jesus. By God, created how God wants you to be. Can you say amen? You're what God wants. I told this girl on the phone the other day, I said, You know, you're the best God's got. He said, She said, Me? Why, how can that be? People, I'm telling you, we've lived so below what God's made us, it's a wonder anybody wanted to be a Christian. Do you know that? Huh? Whole world's waiting on a glimpse of what? Them Christians. Let me see one of them. What'll he do? Works of Jesus. He'll lay hands on blind people. I was in Manila in the Philippines and the first night I didn't even preach. I said, bring me someone that's sick. They brought me a blind man down there. I laid hands on him and his eyes come open. I didn't even preach. I just stopped and give the invitation. And as far as I could see, you couldn't see far as I, people came. Them Catholic folks came and fell Uh, on their knees and accepting Jesus Christ. One miracle. One anointed man who thinks like God. One anointed woman who thinks right is worth 10 million sermons. Huh? We've had enough sermons to save the world 68,000 times over. See, this gospel we're talking about is to be demonstrated. It ain't just to be preached he said these signs are following not they following the signs most Christians follow oh I heard they didn't peel over I heard a fellow's prophesying over here I heard something over there. and just following somebody around bless God them signs supposed to follow you how come you're anointed you got the anointing of God what is that that's the ability of God same thing came on Moses he hit the water and they parted Elijah prayed over a little, a little widow woman, her little groceries. What you got? He got a little handful of meal and a little grease? What are you gonna do it? I'm gonna eat it and die. That's all I got. Come in. Bill me a little cookie first. Let me have one of them little cookies. Someone said, Yeah, it's just like an old preacher. Just take everything an old widow woman's got. No, bless God. He wanted something, he wanted to get something. Why? That he could bless. The anointing of God. God sent him over there to see that woman. To be an example of that whole area. What? That God's a good God and wants you blessed. Anointing of God come up on. they call them the three children of Israel. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They weren't in your class. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I don't care if it's my shack and your shack and a bungalow. I don't care what they ain't they ain't in your class. Do you understand that? You're you something. You're the best God's got. Someone said, I failed, so I can't help it. God sees you perfect. Over in Hebrews, the 13th chapter said, you're now well-pleasing to Almighty God. He's pleased with his creation. He thinks he's got a good, he done a good job. Well, I ain't nothing. Well, you ain't going to snow God with that junk. He thinks you the best thing he could possibly. You, you know, if God made you how he wanted you, you think you could get better by something you could do? Well, I'm trying to live the best I can. Well, you're a flop. You're a full blood rested failure well I'm doing all I can brother so I know the Lord will honor it Why? he honors what Jesus done you can't get no better than what he's done Amen. well I'm going to try to do better Why? you need to go on down to First United you ain't, it won't do you no good come out here and hear me this will get you hurt with that kind of attitude do you know that I mean, you got to have some nerve about you to be a Christian. You can't be some wimp. Well, you know, I want to walk in love with everybody. You ought to walk in love. Do you know it takes guts to walk in love with some people? Do you know that? Someone's talked about you. Someone's done you wrong. Someone's cheated you. Bless God, it takes guts to walk in love. This religion, this Christianity, it ain't built for no wimp. Hallelujah. Now, just because Hollywood portrays Jesus or somebody else, some wimp, some little dried up something, slobbering at the mouth. Huh? No, bless God. Hallelujah. Y'all to have John Wayne playing a preacher. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You know why they don't? Because they ain't seen no Christian. They've seen a bunch of religious junk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No longer I, but Christ who lives in me. Listen to this, Ben Johnson's translation. He said, now my authentic self has come alive. My authentic, the authentic self. Who you you really are? What God made me. Well, I ain't nothing. Why, you an idiot. That's what your trouble is. You can't get past your ignorant self long as a person thinks he's a nothing, he is a nothing. As a man thinker, you got to let this mind be in you which was in Christ. What? they thought it not Robert would be equal with Christ. Hallelujah. So you got to think like this. You can't think like, well, I ain't nothing. Well, I'm trying to do better. The so, told me the other day, he said, well, I'm trying to do the best I can. I said, well, you're a full blood rested flop. I can get papers on you. see, you rested, you a flop, you a failure. If you're trying, not by works of righteousness, nothing you've done, I mean, nothing you've done could get God to fix you up like he has. Nothing. Brother, son, I just don't understand. You don't want me to try? I didn't say that. I don't want you trying, I don't want you doing it. Trying something is, is room for failure. In Christ ain't no failure. He said, thanks be unto God who always caused me to triumph. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Created by Almighty God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, let me see. Turn back to Romans, the eighth chapter. Turn to Romans, the eighth chapter. Now you do know I can preach another hour on this right here. Uh, you put you put me on who you are and what God's made you. It's like putting a hound dog on a coon trail, man. I'll open up ever ever fifteen feet. Hallelujah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll tree in a minute. Now you listening to me? I'm telling you. I, I I'm telling you what. When I got to finding out about this, I made my mind up. I'm going to walk in that. I'm not going to be some kind of wimp. I'm hearing this to put it into action. Praise God. Praise God. Romans the eighth chapter. look in the 8th verse. 8, 8. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Well, that's me, I'm in the flesh. Well, that's right, you and your hide, but you ain't operating out of the flesh. How come 9th verse, but you're not in the flesh. You ain't in it. You ain't in it. He's writing this to Christians, but, the, but in the spirit. You're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. You're the temple of God. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, spirit of the anointing, he's none of his. Tenth verse. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is alive because of righteousness. I've been made the righteousness of God. What does that mean? I stand 100% of the time in right standing with God. I can get in his cookie jar anytime I want to. It was his good pleasure. He offered me something. Now you got Jesus Christ. Now the door swung open to the kingdom of God. I'm offering you the best deal in the whole universe. What? I'll give you the kingdom. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ. Who thought it not robbery? to be equal with Christ. You know, Ephesians 3.17 said, Jesus Christ, the Christ, lives in your heart, how? By faith. Now, He lives in your spirit and He won't never leave your spirit, but in your heart, when He's talking about heart, He's talking about your reasoning, your will. You know, you gotta make your mind up, your will, that I'm gonna live like this that I think I got the best deal going. I got the best thing God can offer. If he wanted to, he couldn't make a better deal. He couldn't make a better deal. Here it is. I'm giving you the kingdom. The least one of you that's in the kingdom, you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. The least one in this kingdom, greater than Moses, greater than Elijah, greater than John the Baptist, no greater prophet's been born than John the Baptist. To a woman, he said. But to least one of you. You got the anointing, folks. You're anointed ones. Turn with me, if you will, to Galatians, the third chapter. Let me read one more verse out of this thing. Galatians, 2 Corinthians, in Galatians, the third chapter. Galatians 3 13, Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for he has written, Curse to everyone that hang on the tree. Why? 14, verse, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. What's the blessing of Abraham? Might come on Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Why? Why? Abraham had all the land, all the cattle, all the. Uh, 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 mules, cows, goats sheep, and all this It had so much they had to split one whole country up he said that ain't nothing compared to the spirit of the living God on you you got all that blessing the Abrahamic covenant but you got the spirit of the living God, that means tomorrow I got an anointing on me What for? To go through that tribulation, go through that trial, go through that sickness, go through that need. Bless God, I can get on to the other side. 16th verse. Now to Abraham and his seed, no S's on it, to one seed. Now God's trying to make something. What is He trying to make? A family. Is he trying to make Jesus the Christ? No, he's done, done that. Now unto the seed where the promise is made, he saith not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed which is Christ, the anointed one. Now look in the 29th verse. Amen. Amen. And if ye be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. You're the seed. You're what God wanted to make. What, how did He make you? He made you out of Jesus the Christ. He created. You're a new creation, a new kind of. You're a God man. You're a man with God living in you and the Spirit of God upon you. Praise God. Never leave you. Never forsake you. Praise God. 29th verse again. And if you be Christ, see, in the original There was no apostrophe in this thing. They stuck that in there, you know. They stuck that in there, think you'd understand it better, but it didn't, it it mixed folks up. And if you be Christ, if you be anointed ones, you're Abraham. What did he say? This promise was unto Abraham and his seed. Then if you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed. He ain't trying to make Jesus Christ. He's trying to build him a family. He wants a whole family of brothers. What are they doing? They're walking this earth supernaturally, revealing God to humanity. Amen. Looking at 27, back up. Said, for as many as you have been baptized into Christ, that's the new birth. What happened? Many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You have put on Christ. Listen to this. Ben Johnson translation. Said you have been given the same relationship to the father that he had. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ. Change your thinking, folks. Act on what God said. Ronald Knox, presbyterian theologian. Said put on the new person of Christ. Put on the new person of Christ. Put him on. Where are you going to put him on? He's already in your spirit. Put him on in your head. 20th century. Said you have been endowed with Christ's spirit. See, he's equipped you. What? Victory, oh, victory is mine. You know, old Pentecostal song, I used to hear him sing, if I do such and thing, if I hold my peace, victory, oh, victory shall be mine. Well, that ain't so. Victory, oh, victory is already mine. Amen. It ain't going to be. It already has been. He's already given me this stuff. Amen. His good pleasure. What? My anointing's on today, tomorrow. It's for me to live in victory. To me to live in joy. Righteousness, peace and joy. Joy, grace, full of God's grace. Knowing the love of God. Oh, hallelujah. Y'all get anything out of this this morning? Praise God. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.